Have you been stabbed many times? Yes, I have now. Uh, it was a lot better than I thought it would be, but it still wasn't great. <laughs> I I still wouldn't recommend it. I would just say go with a go with a gun. You checking yourself out there? Yeah. The older you get, the more boogers you have in your nose at all times. <laughs> it it's must ridiculous. Be tough. Yeah, it's it's really frustrating, honestly. <laughs> I didn't. I never want to be that guy, you know. I never want to be the the guy with like something in my teeth or something hanging out of my nose. I wear a mask eight hours a day now. Yeah. And sometimes some shit is happening in my nose, and I don't know what it looks like, and so I'm scared to like put my mask down and yeah. like see the fucking carnage that has gone Just on. Like, Dripping down like you it's have like, like a, a, mustache. a snot mustache. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I've been there before, dude. And, have you ever like accidentally burped while wearing a mask? That's like the worst. Accidentally? Well, I mean, yeah, you burp. Yeah, I don't know. With the mask on? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> you don't. It's not the same thing as a fart. It's a mouth fart. Yeah, I mean, it's a mouth fart, but like with farts, like. You have your own fucking brand, and you're, like, used to it, you know? And you're, like, you stand And you like it. And you like it. You're, like, damn. And you grow I'm to love it. fucking dope. <laughs> but burps are different. Damn. No, burps are gross, and I don't want to smell it. It's like sneezing with a mask on. Like, that was fucking gross, too. I mean, that fucking blows. Um, but can we yeah. talk about something else? Anything else? Like an album or, like, an artist you or know. something? That's I, hate, not, I hate this shit. I hate it's not why we do this. this. It's yeah. not why we do the show. Can we talk about like my hair or like my new tattoo or like it's always about important. you? It's always what you want to do. It's always yes. with your hair and the tattoo. I've, I've been the, trying to tell you this Jesus. from day fucking one. Like we never talk about me. You never ask me how I'm doing. Your haircut looks nice. I didn't get a haircut. You, See, fuck right, you, well, man. I don't know. I don't keep up with I didn't get a goddamn shit. haircut. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Just give me a second. What's up, buds? And welcome to the new episode of the Earbuds Podcast. The podcast where two friends talk about one album for many, many minutes. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are your hosts, Lucas Inch by Inch Indrakovs. And with me is Ash Hootenholler Hanrahan. And today, Ash, <laughs> today we are talking about a self-produced, self-released album by an indie hip-hop uh, rapper that uh, actually reached out to us, us himself and asked us to review his album. How fucking cool is that? I mean, it's really cool. Should we say that? I feel like that. No, yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, it's it kind of, I think it gives us a little bit of integrity because we he asked us to review this and we're going to give our 100% honest review of and this. You know what? I I was expecting I wasn't expecting much. Yeah. Uh when we got this album, apparently he won like the 2020 Vans Musician Wanted contest or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So the guy that we're going to be talking about today is uh a rapper called Joe Jazz. Joe Joss? Joe Joss? Joe Jazz? Like Nas or like Joe Ass, Joe Jodges. 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 Uh, his, uh, his self-produced uh, record called Gaps and Nomads, man. And it is a 21-minute uh, kind of a fun little hip-hop romp. Yeah, it's it's nine songs, 21 minutes, very short, very 
mixtape, very just like a little a little all all around the place showing his different influences on his sleeves. Yeah. I I got a little Tyler the Creator. I got a little Definitely. like Public Enemy even. Dude, very 80s. There's a lot of like 80s inspired beats on this album and yeah. normally I wouldn't really like that. Um but man, by the end of the record, you know, like I've kind of already bought into Joe Jass's like <laughs> weirdness and his kind of shtick and his energy and his vibe and everything. So yeah. by the end of it, all the eccentric- all the eccentricities and everything, like when I went back to the album, like didn't hit me so fucking hard. It's it. He wears his fucking shit on his sleeve, you yeah. know. I mean, literally, um, like he has a like a gap in his teeth, and he he calls himself the the Gap Nomad. Gappy. Yeah, Gappy. Gappy. Like that fucking, shit was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's like one of my favorite fucking great <laughs> like video are, too. Like stings, is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, ad lib or whatever. Like, um, it, it got a little bit of a lisp, uh, yeah. delivery throughout this entire album, and it's not something that bothered me, as someone currently with a lisp for some reason. Uh, I assume <laughs> I it's, think it's because your nose is stuffy. I think it's my allergies. Yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> Don't you know, claim, don't claim lisps now. I you wanted to do it. You so don't that get to have a lisp same for fucking a week, level. Ash. No, I be on the same fucking level. Not the same like... thing. <laughs> it's not cool. <laughs> I like that. Also, uh, apparently, he goes by producer name uh, Harry Muffin Man. I like that's the, the that's his like producer great. alter ego. <laughs> but yeah, man, Joe Jazz won. Um, I really hope we're pronouncing that correctly too. Uh, but he won. Yeah, the Vans like. Some music competition the musician bands musician wanted uh, in twenty twenty, and he got a fucking shout out from Anderson Pack and JID, which oh, must feel fucking amazing. That's crazy. Like, can you fucking imagine, like how good that would feel? I mean, shit, man. Like, I don't. I wouldn't want that. I never want anything like that. You don't I want, never any, want attention. any famous person to pay any attention to me. Oh well. That's where we differ, I guess. <laughs> Look, whenever whenever we're on the red carpet, you can be the Pharrell. I'll be the other guy from the Neptunes, you know? Yeah. Like, you'll kind of be in the music video. You'll be doing your little part. I'll be in the back just kind of making the fucking beats. Yeah? You know? Okay. I'm okay with that because um, that's how it should be. Like, I feel like that's... A- All right, well, okay. Well, I feel like that's how this podcast should be. Because I don't know about that right you now, know? then. Well... Hear me out. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. We kind of need someone with a little more fucking style. You know, oh. A little more fucking. Uh, yeah. A je ne sais quoi yeah. of fucking looks. All of a sudden, you know what you I'm know, saying? This lady gets a fucking haircut. All of a sudden, a week later, she's the stylish one. Got the eyebrow. You see this fucking eyebrow? Yeah. You yeah, see I'm this fucking it. tattoo? I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> you got like two uh, sleeves of tattoos. Yeah, it's okay though. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if there's anything anyone could say about you, Ash, is that you have a very unique style, you know? And uh, my Trader Joe's shirt. Yeah, and I think Joe Just definitely has a very unique style. That it, it kind of reminded me of, like, a combination of, like you said, Tyler the Creator, um, yeah. a little Danny Brown in there at times I kind of picked a up on. A little bit, yeah. It's kind of got that, I wouldn't say zaniness, but kind of... 
I think this motherfucker's a little zany. But this the zaniness... This is a little fucking zany. The zaniness was more like Tierra Whack zany. Yeah. Right? Where, like, they don't yeah. take themselves too seriously. They're kind of playful. And, like, goofy is a word that always comes to mind, but it's not goofy. Like, he's not goofy. He's, like, silly. Like, he, he just... He just is super like energetic, still... super playful. He has, like, fucking... Like, I saw somewhere that someone said he has cartoon energy. I'm like, yes. That's true. He's <laughs> he's He is serious about the music, obviously. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. produces everything himself. Yes. Uh, makes these songs, these, like... The, these lyrics aren't bad at all. No. Uh, but he's just kind of got a zany little cartoon energy about him. Too. Yeah, for sure. You know, and you can, you can have both. Yeah, he's like he's just really colorful with his lyrics and um but like kind of how Tierra Whack kind of puts on like a character sometimes in some sure. songs. Like I feel like yeah. Joe Jazz did that too. Like he kind of it was almost like I don't know if if it was the chicken or the egg, like if he wrote the beat first and then thought like, Okay, I'm gonna you know, my voice is gonna sound like this on this one. Because there's so many rappers that just like on no matter what the beat is, they sound exactly the fucking same. Like right, yeah. they don't they don't subscribe to <laughs> like you know follow the music, and uh, and it sound it kind of sounds like Joe Jazz does that, right? Yeah, yeah. He kind of puts different deliveries, different intonations. There's um, a, a wide variety of kind of. Oh God! Genre influences on this record yeah. is delivery and vocals will kind of follow in in step with those musical changes. Like on uh, Nomad, which is a very kind of fuzzy, like almost guitar-driven heavy track. Dude, that one stands out like a motherfucker. That is like Limp Biscuit and the Beastie Boys wrote a song together, and it weirdly works well. I like. I don't hate it. The lyrics are kind of cheesy, like, talking about how he's, like, destined to succeed and no one can hold yeah, him back and all that. A little bit, a little bit, a little a, bit. But that second verse, dude, when they they brought, like, the, all the guitars came in and then the drums came in super loud, like, almost Sleigh Bell style, just, like, loud-ass, yeah, like, yeah, like Yeezus, yeah. you know, type of kick. And the guitars are, like, there and he's talking about crowd surfing and shit like that. He really sold me on that song by halfway I lost it. Put me in the mosh pit. Yeah. Like, like, uh, like, like any rapper above heads or something like that. Anytime a rapper, like, mentions a mosh pit, I immediately get extremely hype. Yeah. And I, I <laughs> saw that his his earlier stuff was kind of uh, punk inspired is what he said. So that kind of really, maybe, Yeah. And uh, and I, I haven't heard any anything else that he's done, like, before this album. But uh, I would definitely say I don't hear any punk on this record, but I hear, like, a lot of attitude, for sure. There's a lot of attitude on that song in particular. Yeah. Uh, also, maybe, like, Suede Flips. Suede Flips, for sure. Like, Escape. Yeah, Escape had a great, like, how good was that message in that song? Like, that was that that was cool to, you know, just kind of like, hey, it's okay to be a misfit or an outcast or something. Right. Like, just keep doing what you're doing. The Gaps and the Nomads. Yeah, like title. You're, you're welcome to like to the group and I will say I like the message. I, I will say though. Here's where one of my uh kind of little uh Uh-oh. grievances strap in. <laughs> kind of one of my grievances with this album comes in yeah. is that there can be times where it's a little like it's a little sloppy. You know, and it's um, a little the mixing in particular um, I mean the mixing, but also the rhythm, like especially oh, on uh, March thirtieth, 
uh, kind of starts off sloppy. When the backup vocals come in, you can tell that it's they they didn't really sync them up as yeah. well as they could have. Like when you and when you were in the studio doing your your lyrics or vocals or whatever you call them. Yeah. Uh, you and uh, like you were you were super on top of it, doing retake after retake, getting every like particular word. Yeah. Uh, making sure it's in sync didn't take so much care on this one for most of the backup vocals and I wouldn't say that's always necessarily a bad thing but there were times when it kind of threw me off and it was like yeah. a little bit of a, a momentum uh, stopping thing for sure and I, I think it, it was kind of you know in a similar way like the, the chorus the hook of escape has these kind of hard to listen to vocal uh, singing parts that are just kind of out of tune, uh, off sure. key maybe. But You're talking you know, about like well, it's so hard to tell me go. Yeah, uh, I don't remember exactly what he was saying, but <laughs> it, there was that part, uh, and and it did happen a couple times. I didn't really notice it too much on on a lot of the rapping parts though. Like he, I, I didn't really pick up on that as much as you did, I guess. No, it, like. There were times when when the beat wasn't as straightforward, where it kind of yeah. sounded like things were a little off, things were kind of teetering uh, a little bit, and it was never so bad that it completely right. threw me off a song. Because bringing back um, bringing Escape back up, like talking about that beat, it's a really interesting beat on Escape. Like he does some really he combines different eras of music in not like the most subtle ways. It's kind of like, bah, bah, like you know, kind of like these these seventies R and B synth strings and stuff like going on at times, and and he used like on Escape these really kind of ethereal angelic synth choir voices going on too. Yeah. But then it's just like a super deep funky eighties like blurpy bass and like the hard eight hundred eight kick and then a really punchy grand piano. Yeah. going on at the same time and it's like all of these different elements from all these different eras of music he just like smashes together and, and a lot of times it fucking worked but there were times where it was just like it felt kind of awkward and sure. so maybe yeah. those elements combined like your ears are just kind of like you know <laughs> just cut, like it's like you're looking at something really shiny right. and you're like yeah. whoa whoa <laughs> like you know but that's what I mean like by the second by the first run through, when I started the record over, I was like, "Oh, okay, I get this. I get, yeah. I get what he's doing." Like, honestly, to have produced a whole album by himself is pretty fucking impressive. Sure, yeah. Just, I mean, he he must have written all the beats, right? He must have done everything. But I would, and I gotta say, like for the most part, I really liked all the beats. I liked the smashing of things. I loved yeah. the like the stir fry of just like fucking genres in this. Like, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but I'll say next to, like how you said, when some of the beats are, are a lot more involved and like layered and stuff where it seems like it gets kind of off or it kind of loses itself a little bit sometimes, I would say the most distracting part of this record that stood out to me of just like my, I had a hard time um, not paying attention to it and not focusing on it was the mixing. Yeah. Like there's a lot of times where the percussion is a little too loud it's everything is just a little too loud at times like there's one element 
like the synth is just a little too loud or the bass is just a little too much or the drums or, you know, or even his backup vocals. Like if it's something that didn't really necessarily work too well and he can't really do many takes of it, then it's just like stick those a little bit further in the back, you know, like, like kind of put them more in the mix versus like having everything be so loud and punchy and in your face. Like there was, there was a lot of times where I liked it, but there were times where I just, it would just kind of like be hard to listen to. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where he kind of shows how he's like doing this all on his own. You know, yeah, and he's I mean, like, I, he hasn't been I, doing this for very long. Like he shows a shit ton of potential. Yeah. The, I mean, potential is definitely where I'm going to kind of land on this record. Yeah. Is like, this was a good outing. Um, there are some high moments for sure. And some low moments for me. <laughs> yeah. But I can't wait to see what this guy has coming next, especially if he's evolved from being kind of a punk influenced rapper to this like i can't wait to see what the next step is i might i might check out that old shit now yeah i kind of i kind of want to uh for sure and you know it's like we were both a little concerned about um just listening to someone we've never heard before like an actual artist like reaching out to us to review their album which we like really appreciate to be honest like this is a cool opportunity to do this like we definitely want to listen to y'all's records like any if you guys are up and coming independent artists like just local to your scene or whatever i want to hear it man i always want to hear new shit and this shows that you know we will probably fucking (laughs) review the album if you ask us to yeah (laughs) we're one of one so far (laughs) like we got the instagram message and lucas was like all right this is the next episode we're doing yeah yeah we're gonna upload it as soon as we got it i'm Um, like this is cool that joe jess reached out to us like i i was like we we Kind of, I want to honor that, like, kind of courage and confidence, yeah. and and I, that hustle, I, that hustle of just reaching, like, finding a fucking no name podcast and asking, you know, asking these guys that are just like, hey man, this is another way for my music to get talked about, and I totally respect it. I I think it's, I w- I would never be able to do something like this. I will say, yeah, um. <laughs> I I was I was especially worried because I'm I can be very particular I can be very picky dude we both and it's are. not like we're gonna it's not like we're gonna you know just because someone sent it out to us and it's a local person obviously I'm never gonna shit on local artists like I shit on big time people because right. they can take it like they're they're totally. doing this big shit they have this whole studio they have this budget. I like I don't care about shitting on them. I'm never gonna shit on a local person. Yeah. Um. But if I don't like your music, I'm gonna say I don't like your music. Right. And so that's it, it, that's like the only like, you got to be ready if that if if you're interested in that yeah, happening. That's what's hard, man. I mean, me and you have been in a band together. Like we've asked people to review our albums before yes, too. It's very a, same. It's a very nerve wracking thing to do, and it does yeah. take a lot of fucking balls, man. It takes a lot of courage, and uh, and honestly, like, you know, I've in the last year of my life, I've understood hustle more than ever before and just understanding why people hustle and just really respecting it. And the fact that this dude, like I've seen a couple of reviews of Joe Jass's uh, songs. Someone reviewed, I think a music video too. And it's these kind of, you know, it's these blogs, it's these small blogs that he is probably reaching out to also to ask like, Hey, check out my shit. And I totally fucking dig that man. And, uh, and I, it's going to get you places like trying that hard and caring that much. Like it's, it's only Maybe bound not to work out us. if you work hard. Well, we didn't truly really fucking try that hard. <laughs> like 
Well, I mean, like, reaching out to us may also not Oh, reaching out to us. You might get, you know, you might get, like, eight new listeners. Yeah, or which is you, you might get more than you had before. Years on your music, and you yeah. you take that to another place. You get like eight more, and then eight more, and it yeah. just at least know, more people like to check out your stuff, man. The more ears, the better, right? And um, we got. I want to say too before we get into our choice nugs, he had great music videos, which are all done by him too. I didn't see any of them. I oh, didn't, you didn't get watch a chance him? to watch any. Yeah, he he has two, and one for um oh was the suede. The suede flips, suede flips. And, and I'm I'm blanking on what the other video was for now, but they're all they're both like again why if you watch them you'll see the you'll understand my Tierra Whack uh, comparison too. Okay, like it's right. very kind of like silly, goofy, uh, f- just fun to watch. Like re- really like visually really fun to watch, and he's doing a lot, and he does it all by himself. Like all the effects are just like they're kind of janky, but it adds to like the charm to it. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, it's endearing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, definitely check out the music videos. He did them all by himself, too. All right, well, let's let us check out our favorite songs on this album. The Choice Nugs are two yeah. favorite songs yeah. that we pick out on this album. Yeah. I don't think we're going to have the same ones, if I'm being honest, but we'll see. That's how all over the place uh, this this album is, man. But before with the Choice Nugs, we always like to also mention our honorable mentions. Yes. Our songs sure. that we liked but weren't our favorite. So do you have any on this record? I do. Uh, Gappy's origin was one that I liked. I thought it had a very, it reminded me of, uh, I I think it called what goes on by public enemy. Oh, Um, you like, God damn, you dove deep (laughs) to me. It gave me like a touch the sky Kanye feeling with the, yeah, it's got that as well. Yeah. Um, planet, the band, I think I appreciated the more I listened to it. Yes. It was like my favorite beat on the record. I'd Same. Say. Yeah. It was like, what if fucking Lionel Richie, Prince, and Primus wrote a fucking song together? <laughs> like, how do you describe Planet the Band? Like, it was really crazy sounding. Um, and Suede Flips, I thought was a, was a fun little, little ditty as well. Okay, okay, okay. What about you? What about you? Uh, I liked Lax, the second song on the record. Yeah. A lot. It, I don't know if you've listened to the Cool Kids. They're like a rap duo. No. They this The beat of Lax reminded me a lot of a Cool Kids beat. Like, super electro-inspired, really bouncy. And I like the weird flutes going on the whole time. Uh, we already mentioned Escape. I like that song a lot. Nomad, we already talked about the fucking... Limp Biscuit vibes, I totally dug on that one. <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually, two of your honorable mentions were uh, my choice nugs. Oh, so we we have completely different ones. Yeah. All right. What? Well, what's your first one? Gappy's Origin, man. The opening track. Gappy's Origins. I thought it was a good opener. I thought it was a cool, like stripped down, kind of dreamy beat. You know. And uh, that one's. I mean, it doesn't even get into the music until like thirty, 30 seconds, seconds in, in or so. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like pretty much a one minute song. Yeah. And um, I, I, you know, and we're both like big appreciators of a good opener. And yep, I thought it was a good yeah. opener. I thought it was too. Yeah. It's, it's very like, you know, putting himself out there. He's very confident about himself. Yeah. Uh, just kind of showing what he's got for the rest of the record. I like it. I like it too. What was your first choice, Nug? But I'll tell you what my first choice, Nug is which was one of your honorable mentions is nomad i think yeah man you could have seen that coming it's it 
it really he really sold me on that song. Like it's it's weird to go from bewilderment to <laughs> like <laughs> appreciation in the course of two minutes. I I love the Beastie Boys sample on it. Yes. I oh, love so the is it, there's a sample. I assume. <laughs> I don't even know, man, because I, I definitely got Beastie Boys vibes from from that song. Um, I think the chorus was a little cheesy. Yeah. You know, it was like, I am me and I'm destined to succeed. It was like, all right, that's fine. Is that the one where he's also going like, watch out. Watch out. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the I think that's the sample. Oh, watch okay. out. Okay. Um, But I love I love the production on it. I love the fuzziness. That second verse starts off really great. So good. Like you said. Yeah. Um, another real quick, like minute forty song. Yeah. Uh, but I was I was so into it. Well, that's a good one, man. And I my other choice nug was the follow up, uh, from that suede flips. Suede flips. Yeah, man. I yeah. really liked uh, really liked the music video and I really liked the beat on Suede Flips. Yeah. Guppy <laughs> <laughs> Just so silly dude but yeah like that dirty synth bass the it had like a synth oboe or something or like a, a synth clarinet or something <laughs> and all the trippy ad-libs and like the back uh, vocal stuff like you talking like the guppy thing yeah. like he did a lot of like weird ad-lib backup stuff on there and pro- honestly probably the best lyrics on the record too yeah i could see man i didn't even i had no idea these lyrics were even on genius until it was too late to check them out. I just assumed they weren't. Yeah. Um, but I think he put them all in himself. So well, they're correct. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would assume he did. And, uh, and they were also on Spotify, which I was surprised to see. And I think he did that as well. Copy. Yeah, it was, uh, that's, I really enjoyed that song, man. That's the one that I, I would get stuck in my head. Like after listening to the album, <laughs> Uh, well, let me tell you about my second nug, which I don't think you even... I think you might not like this one. Uh-oh. Uh, it's, it's happened number, before. It's number three. It's Sally's Last Dance. Yeah. It, it reminded me <laughs> super of Igor. Uh, oh, that Tyler, Tyler album. And yeah. a little bit of, like, Flower Boy. Kind of that, like, weird 80s. Yes. But, like, modern rap kind of. Like, gritty uh, 80s. It has like the glitz and the grits. You yeah, know? and it's got the yeah. little percussion, the little you know. Yeah. Um I just thought it was super catchy, super dancey, super like something I'm gonna groove to. Yeah. Yeah, um, it was good. It was good. I, I just thought it probably wasn't his strongest um lyrics for me and the mixing, that's when the percussion really stood out to me a lot. Uh where the mixing I was like, whoa. Yeah, right. So it's just, something's off here. <laughs> well, let's get into our ratings, bud. Okay, man. Uh, well, you start while I oh. drink some water. I will. I will. Uh, again, I just want to thank Joe Jazz for reaching out before we get into the ratings. Like, really f- cool that you asked us to do this, uh, and it was really fun to do it, man. It was. It's. I've been wanting to like. We've been talking about reviewing like local uh, musicians or friends band friends you know albums and stuff and we're just like ah, it's just it's it's like ash said like we just it's hard to to like come down there or criticize like a local band because you're just like good for you man fucking go for it you know yeah, like right 
Uh, and there was a lot uh, for me to like on this record, man. I really liked it. I like that Joe Jazz, uh, his lyrics are, are are pretty, he's very confident in his delivery. I think his lyrics are can be really funny. Like, I like that he can be kind of self-deprecating. Um, but not even, like, self-deprecating. It's almost like just owning his shit, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he just, just kind of... Just leaning into it. He just leans into it, right. And, uh, and, yeah, and I think a lot of the beats showed a ton of potential, and I actually liked a lot of the beats. Um, you know, outside of, like, the mixing uh, issues that we called out and, you know, some of the... Some maybe, like the beats or, or like, you know, the, the com- composition of some of the songs, like I still think this is really a really impressive outing for Joe jazz. And I think it shows a ton of potential. And I think, uh, I'm like, you've already said too, like, I'm excited to hear more from him and see where he goes from this. And like maybe producers that he'll work with too. Like he'll get to get like, maybe you he'll know, produce for other people songs in a boss. That'd be really yeah. cool, man. I heard a lot of shit in here. Yeah. I heard a lot of influences in this. So he has a lot in him. And uh, so I'm gonna give this like a solid uh, seven seven point oh seven point oh yeah yeah I I think that's completely fair I agree with everything you were saying there were some thank you <laughs> you know I don't agree For with fucking the once. fucking thing you were saying <laughs> yeah the, see that's what I'm used to that's the fucking attitude I'm used to from from this um <laughs> a, a couple. A couple production things, the back of vocals, as I was saying earlier, there were a couple rhythmic kind of kind of looseness that I didn't quite enjoy. Yeah. Um, there were like three songs where the song ended and then just kind of started again. That, <laughs> I found that to be a little an odd choice as well. I thought it was like doing that, doing that like once I could see that happening. <laughs> uh, but then like, that's a lot. He's just like, man, I love this beat. Uh, Another 30 I love, seconds. I love this guy's personality. I yeah. love uh, this guy's vibe. I like the variety on this album. I feel like there were Tons a couple, a couple like moments that were a little too midi, and like a yeah. little too fake. Maybe there wasn't enough like room or something. Um, I think but, it's also like it sounds like a lot of the beats were done on a keyboard. You know. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all in all, just a really fun, a fun, like 20 minute, just short, easy, get in, get out record. Yep. Uh, something that you can show your friends, you know, pretty easily. Totally. Um, something you can put on at a party. If people are jamming. Yeah. Like totally. I, I, you know, I'm feeling your, I'm feeling your 7.0. I kind of don't want to step on your fucking toes, but. You know, Are you I'll go six point nine. Oh, you fuck. Six point nine for this. Six point nine. Wow. With no sexual, I'm fucking sick of the sexual innu- innuendos that come with that number. So there are none you're, associated. You're reclaiming sixty nine. I'm reclaiming the six and the nine together. You're taking it back. Okay. Uh, yeah, making sixty nine lame again. Ash twenty twenty four. Just make it lame again. <laughs> Can we just make it a number again? Please, I'm going, yeah. I'm going for 420 as well. I know, yeah. You're coming after all of them. Yeah. Well, uh, buddies, before Ash cancels every number in the world, uh, what would you guys rate this record? Go listen to Gaps and Nomads, and then let us know what you guys rate it, man. I think it's definitely, you know, I think it's definitely worth a listen, dude, and, and uh, someone to pay attention to, um, the Mr. Joe Jess. I I feel the same. The, it, yeah. Check us out on YouTube. 
check us out on your podcast streaming site. Also. Uh, we got a shop in downtown Philadelphia. If you want to check it out, Find that's it. where we spend all of our Tuesdays together. We do not record uh, any episodes there. It is a shoe shop yep. where I make the shoes. Me. <laughs> Ash is a part-time cobbler. Yeah, I fucking smoke weed and, and set vibes, dude. That And that is an important part. I'm setting up the vibrary right now. Yeah. Cobs and co- cobblers and, and dobblers. Is there a pun there? I'm, I'm, sure, vi- we can, I'm sure we Probably. can find it. Probably, yeah. As your resident vibe curator, I'll find it. Uh, Lucas, this was good. This was good. Go to our Instagram at EBPcast. Follow, like, subscribe. Love you guys. Thank you for listening and watching. We'll see you next time. Just start like just start fading out so that we can have a clean end. Alright, bye.